Chapter 9, Part 1 of Arctic, A Study of the Marvels at the North Pole by Anna Adolf. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 9 There is Magic in the Air. Another pedestal is being occupied by Show Off and Serpenta, who are dancing a betrothal. In graceful pose and gesture, his movements are an epic poem in majesty and solid grandeur. Hers the duplicate shadow of his, with interlacing quicksteps. An ice dance on the ice, the feet not raised off. The complication of steps is insidious to the eye in their noiseless turns. Noiseless? rising on the air is a melody that grows and lessens produced by the swift slipping ending in smooth tone as true love ought when it is over and the company dispersed i wander around by myself to soon get lost in the tangle of halls which labyrinth every way just here are niches in the walls, with statues of people and animals like life. Here is a family group. The host is deep in Ark Newsball, writing rolled up. His wife is crossing the floor toward the grandma, asleep in her armchair, a kitten rolled up beside it. A child is playing on the floor. I touch its soft hair. It is cold. An idea enters my mind. Have not all of these been once alive, and now ice-embalmed? I intrude no farther. None look up to ask me to stay. A charm comes over me, driving all uncanny sense away. How pleasant to have our dead welcome among us, as though not lost. Now I come to rooms of birds and other pets. A boa that swung robit in older times. What is this? An elephant like the mammoth? Ice-locked in southern zone? Washed away. Oh, auntie! I turn nervously around. It is not Miss May, but Miss Serpenta, Show-off's betrothed, who has mistaken my name. Miss Robit is in the great hall, where Charlie, mistake, is going to lecture. It is superbly decorated, a great globe of the earth in the center, colored. He will tell all about it. He has counted out a thousand and one inventions never seen here. He says he will lionize the natives. She told me to find you, for though any can enter an open archway, none can open a closed door. I begin to feel as if Bluebeard lived here. The open rooms are so magnificent and shining, one need not hunt him up. The queue in the halls, goes on the friendly girl, is to keep on the smooth path. 
the lecture will soon begin she is afraid you will take cold or something and wants you by to watch you <sighs> to watch me i muse maliciously did i come clear to ark to be watched by an old maid an old one truly i turn to the rough path what is under that chair i do believe it is a paper charlie has dropped some of his notes i am so tired i will sit down while i pick them up why don't they come out i get up and perceive the chair is an open work door solid built oh says serpenta trembling as i hurry to undo the bar she is paralyzed as i open the door a little way i see in the jar a bluebeard i said the lions are pink this one is blue his paw on the paper his breath on me no art manufacture now i dream in shadow i see show-off who has followed his girl with one tremendous blow put us two around an archway the lions are in the room they mind him not when did a king mind they see me not i see them from reflections on the ice mirror walls he leans against a column and plays he has in his mouth a harmonica saucy's property plaintive at first then shrill one note touches a chord in the lion's ears they shake their heads it comes again they snort a mother back of them calls to a lost babe three heroes go to her aid flying the door is shut tableau the lecture is very good when it comes to lions i am surprised to see in the archway behind charlie no less than show-off astride his young thoroughbred who when lions are said to dance and play music in america this one dances and plays behind the speaker who looks back wild-eyed the harmonica in its mouth show-off chokes out the strains with his hands so apt and comical is it the speaker himself breaks out laughing show-off has learned to read unit writing he got the paper under the door did not get left by a unit scion i am sitting by the girl who says i could listen all day about the marvelous people when aunt robert takes you home i will go along oh say no more i implore i feel so lost when i think of home to-morrow i see she is going to make me happy again i will take you over the city it is one of many that occur every ten miles this side the river is our summer home the other is our winter the next morning i take to the tower top and delight myself by discovering another motion still of the chairs 
it is a circle whirl which i practice until i feel i am seasoned to any mode of motion sprung on me serpenta seeks me out and asks me sweetly what place we shall visit first oh no matter a library very well she connects our chairs securely as did robet and presses them in motion without saying as robet did look out we are moving how how her lookout had she said it would have helped me one less than robet's for this is worse so much worse not so exhilarating quite the opposite i am losing my breath in a faint so utterly unprepared am i for we are moving straight out into space i look sideways to see serpenta calm i look in front if to see a track none there nothing above or below to hold not even a wire still we are steady and aim to another tower top that is rapidly nearing now we stop on it i get down and walk around my chair to find its wizard action no track did i say there is a track good rail track behind it pops into my head it is another method devised some years ago for a railroad to lay its tracks as it went but must have land to lay it on this carries and steadies its supplements bridge-like we descend the elevator into an elegant room of many windows and drapery seat ourselves beside one high and wide the scene outside is exquisite some fur-clad people are on the ice around a fire cooking a ship in the distance is ice-locked but there is no ice in this neighborhood how do you like the picture asks serpenta eagerly oh the window is a picture it is fine i reply enlightened is it like your people that go in ships they must be the last explorers whom savant found how i wish i could rescue them and bring them into ark did you say this is a library where are your books she presses on the picture frame it changes as a part advances opens and is a book the back was part of the picture it is savant's story in pictured writing and quite enlists my sympathy seeing me tearful she takes me outside and leaves me in a shrubbery plot while i attempt to compose my features hearing a sob from someone else close by i am upset again and weep in sympathy i peer through the low-lying branches and see robet in a mossy nook giving way to hysterical bitterness her hands over her face 
Now two other hands pull them away to give her view of the laughing face of Show-Off. She pushes him off, spitefully. Partly losing his balance, he settles back on his heels, still laughing. Seeing which, with her toe, she completes his overthrow, and leaves him in the moss as she continues unconstrained her grief. Show-Off picks himself up sobered, and looks around for other occupation. I do also view the surroundings. I perceive this building is over the river. Before I salute Robet, she arises and stamps away. Passing my retreat, I hear her moan. You are lost, oh, my darling. Something drops gently upon my hand. I look down to see a round, button-like object, attached to a line that goes up above. I raise it when the string sways out from the tree, free from aught else but the sky. I feel in my hand a signal, which I recognize by my knowledge of arc as hello, which I answer back. Then comes a communication. I am away up in the sky. Who are you? Thinking some trick is being played on me, I answer, Robet. Tingling. They are happy. Can it be the traveler? Hoping so, I telephone on the line in Robet's voice. It is my darling. I hear back. Is it sounding from the clouds in accents of her voice? Oh, clouds, speak again. When will my darling come again? Do you want me, dear? I will wander no more. But it is fine up here. I go like light. Thoughts cannot travel faster. My darling is like a spirit of air for speed. I will speed to you, my dear. His daughter pines for him, not her. My heart is full of love. This winter I will marry him, and journey with him in the famous sky. Here are ten thousand kisses, to last till winter shall bring him home. My coach frets to be going, but this winter it shall stop for a season. The button darts upward. Robet, I say in my mind, weep not. There are fairies around. I look up to see Show-Off in front of me. What? he says. Come to school? Yes, I answer vaguely, seeing no sign of such institution. He slides back to me in the foliage a door revealing a busy scene. Men, women, and children are scattered about, variously occupied. Some are writing upon sheets of transparent material. The pictured script, which, subjected to a solution, is shrunk to microscopic dimensions. Other occupations on each side, extending in a line. 
on the farther side of each room are windows looking outside the schoolrooms being divided from the inner halls and libraries by the umbrageous alley in which we sit wheeling my seat ahead which goes tree and all as though one piece on rollers show-off explains this school or fair as charlie calls it would i take it home for exhibition is devoted to silk i see in process of construction pictures screens garments carpets which i had taken for sward with american articles devised from charlie's lectures these last are brought out to me for my benefit a worker hands me a glass of water which another puts a bouquet of flowers into on which lights a canary and sings a song as a fuzzy dog puts up his paws at my side all are silk down spinning comes a spider i did not like its looks it opens its mouth saying come into my parlor i turn away saying no american parlor this but fairyland sung of poets and imagined in spirit by painters as i become absent-minded show-off closes the doors and leaves me alone i look straight up into the sky thinking of the button when an odd little sky speck attracts my inquisitiveness for it is growing larger very fast as it no doubt is coming down very fast strangely heavy for a fleecy cloud which it looks to be down to the opening through to the tower top it stops by my side the cloud is off as out steps father and saucy and i spring convulsively to my feet off the rock i had leaned on in case holding my hands together may quiets my nerves oh auntie with glowing cheeks and shining eyes of sky angel did you not know they do this here see this is the string of the cloud balloon i hold but may the traveller is up there and not friendly oh grandpa has been civilizing him so i have asked him to the wedding how is that serpenta is his niece so he might as well come and be reconciled won't there be an explosive she adds gleefully now grandpa and auntie as she sits down by my side take up your bill of fare and while we dine we will talk of going home a table in our midst has been spread a la american bill of fare i query yes that menu by your plate i had taken it for a leaf decoration it is named at the top a leaf from webster webster's dictionary it is the first page of s as the initial heads each dish sabine fish sacker game saccharine pastry 
sack drink serpenta comes in with show off behind her and sits up opposite as we part the fish with our knives and forks so new to them they are delighted and get up to do theirs as saucy blandly puts a piece in her mouth with her fork they rush to her thinking her mouth speared she drops the fork and father's hand is so familiar shape of white china cup and filling also i hastily taste my own it is ice cream the white cup a macaroon but as the spoon with which i tasted goes into my mouth they rush me thinking it strained we drop now our spoon and take up the sack which is in art cups shaped like bottles which are gum paste to cover our discomfiture we arise in unison touch and drink boon fashion when boom crack roar the ground beneath us shakes the two opposite natives here spring to their feet with distending eyes standing transfixed as the cracking roar continues listening to the approach of a sucking whistling sound which long drawn lessens and gradually disappears when they recover composure my first idea of the panic was that it was god's displeasure of our dissipation quickly banishing this i recognized the crackling as that of ice which denoted the real danger the sucking sound was so like water which escaping to the river had ended the commotion ah ark highest of all yet is death ever beneath resuming our seats i bethink me of saucy's proposition going home saucy yes to america to america i echo again yes will this be an easy way getting up and coming to take hold of me as though i was to be scared an easy way i cannot think what she is driving at when it comes out yes the way we are sailing in the air i clutch the rock as did fitz james muttering as did he this rock shall fly from its firm base as soon as i but too late the rock is flying with me on it through the air in combination of the rest on the plot towers and schools are left behind so quick done i had been unobservant by effort accepting the situation i turn to show off jocularly how far can this go in reference to the proposition to the sun <laughs> if you want a scorcher he answers with assurance 
I have been studying, Auntie. She studying? We can place relays of these over the border. But the compass, I interrupt. We will measure straight between each relay until the compass writes itself. Sitting down herself contentedly. I get up and choke her with a hug. You blessed child, given me a way to get home. I forgive her immediately, and all the rest, for the dreadful scares I have been victim. I think of home scenes, so far away, and compare with these of this delightful land. I must confess, I prefer as magnificence these. But the blessed mascot has studied how to get home. It being possible, my full spirits rebound. Hmm, next spring will do to go, I say, anxious now to stay, where before I was anxious to go, now that I could. The next day, I am so light of heart and light of step, I take trust that my old statue heaviness cannot again weigh me down. Initiated to the schools as the place where all work, arc life above, mostly a recreation, I become alert to choose an industry. Saucy, arriving, takes from her pocket silk and needle, deftly fashions a butterfly which she affixes, waving to my shoulder as I ask, What can I do? Oh, you can print the books you write, you know. <laughs> and Charlie, laughing, can paint. The days fly swiftly by. The sun has rounded down toward the horizon. Twilight is our only day. Clouds skim the blue sky. Cream foam in portend of storm driving us to the warmth of the towers that are now getting a layer of arctic protection. Bright days only let us tour the cities, making the round trip roundly. Each tour develops a new specialty, marvelous and absorbing our interest. Through the upper sky out of the crevice is getting a soft black color, Still, the air around has a light of its own that is not artificial in any sense, proceeding from the center aurora that is becoming oftener in action. Scanning it closely one day, as I am returning home, I mistake the door and curiously look around at the grand hall in which I find myself. The walls, like all others, shining and sparkling, are here strangely glimmering and glinting, quite dazing my eyes. I ask a slim little arkmaid I see, walking about in an absorbed fashion. What place is this? Holy Hall, is her impressive reply. 
then you have a church after all do you pray to god not in the words as you god knows before then what is holy hall i persist where people are holy oh what makes it glisten so it wholly spiritualizes all within then no evil spirits can come to this communion of saints quite bestows comfort and relief the walls are landscaped in crackled scenery and at intervals against their centers aloft are fastened most gorgeous state chairs supported by brackets that have separate and more distinct gleam i turn again quickly odd to inquire i look into the face of savant who is intently regarding my expression the chairs i say are they alive yes he replies to make the dead alive who will come to sit in them oh is this where robin saw the scientific angel i rigidly regard the one nearest to me to see it being occupied by a familiar face and form familiar by engraving it is george washington a hand appears from the air resting on his arm which slowly materializes the form to which it is attached i open my mouth in awe for i recognize again president lincoln the martyr as joining him in touch appear his generals my memory goes back to that struggle of civil strength at the sight then i strive to awaken myself as though i must have fallen strangely asleep scarcely believing the illusion before me not crediting the tales of spiritualist societies i cannot likewise discredit the bible records knowing i have not as likely the excellent souls in ark have not in wantonness profanely tempted this array i in deference to the manifestation wait resignedly i clasp my hands in added awe as savant touches me to inquire who are they upon the other side of our country's father has appeared <gasps> who jefferson davis and his gray-clad staff i wring my hands as savant touches me again there was a war i gasp do they hear they look down and smile at me even the rebel at whom i shake my finger you caused this to be a president you tried to cut a great country in two deluging it in blood 
in my electric state i see the root of the real cause ambition of earthly state the root of evil that grew to a tree of distrust of brother to brother each aroused in strength of pride to combat of their separate interests he replies resignedly i did not want war it conquered back the union the father hastily spreads his hands in benediction so like prayer i ask do you go to see god in spirit form then dropping on my knees jesus it was my republic the kingdom of god to men the people he taught to pray for how could you be our father before you were born the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy you the father of jesus how is he the son of god as such to teach republic love i will ask my pastor will he come at the end of the second millennium in body form and bestow body life on good spirits to that end preserved i endeavoring to prophesy it will be evolved scientifically to all astounds me good and bad where will be room for them some will dwell in air oh in cloud balloons will they eat and work as they do now the same must they live and cannot die live or die as they do choose have war there will be universal peace in a universal republic as one foot steps forward to disappear i hurry to ask was jesus the christ of the jews the seed of abraham in which all nations should be blessed what about david's throne the promise was to abraham not to david the latter's throne will be raised to a republic was the spirit of republic first of jesus from the beginning of god as one foot disappears will women equalize in its rule president tess as of god that is the universal rule another foot starts i haste again who is the devil but he is gone too quick and around about me come living people friends at home can the living come i ask savant who is still near 
in spirit form, just the same. I talk to them, they to me, the news of each. We walk about and discuss the people and the occasion, quite content in each other's society. In the center of the room, upon a pedestal, are Serpenta and Showoff. I do believe they are getting married, for this has been the assembly. We arrive at their side with loving wishes, in time to see a chamois garlanded close by. We hear the word initiation, and stuff our mouths at its American misapplication. The crowd are gone, and spirit friends. I say to Saucy, Let's go to bed. Who replies, I have just woke up. I went in dream to see Mamma. She was crying. I put my arm around her neck, and she leaned her head on me, and was comforted. I told her I would come home in a cloud, which scared her so. I laughed out loud. She heard and looked about the room, then took her work. I think I will go every night to see her. My father is brushing by my arm, I say. Oh, what do you think? I saw my little children, who are dead, in dear mother's care. They have been growing by my side. I knew them plainly, and realize I have oft consciously caressed them. What is the element producing the phenomena? It is positive electricity, confined by glass. The balloons of clouds are thus manipulated, and strong to carry a number of people. I am studying how constructed to use them in our return. I go out hastily into the night, the long night of this city. My mind is so wrought upon by home people, I look up at the velvet black sky and pray. Silent night above me, thy sublimity far-reaching opens to omniscience. Specks of thy sun-system and dotted plain, mindful of human pain, communest thou peace, longing to leave this place, great everywhere, guide me guiding me here, guide me hence. I await thy signal in calm acceptance. End of chapter 9, part 1